And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Welcome back to the Tempest 2 podcast. How's it going? Very well, very well. Thank you. Very well. I am struggling with hay fever, so I apologize already. Yeah, sounds but... good. Sounds like a deep, deep. Quite, yeah, quite a bit of a baritone this week. Yeah, there's another bank holiday done and dusted. Bring them on, I say. More. more the more the merrier. Fucking hell. To be fair, this has been, the weather's been great, hasn't it? We can't really complain uh, for the first time. I mean, we will about the hay fever, but... Oh, yeah, we'll always moan. The sun's been out, hasn't it? We seem to have, yeah, just skipped spring and we're just right in the mix of summer now. Yeah. And I also think optimum temperature, you know, what's it been like? Got up to like 22, did it? Yeah. That, for me, is perfect. (laughs) It's hot, isn't it? You don't need to go any higher than that. I just want to wear shorts and a and t-shirt, really. Mm. That's difficult when it's in the 30s. Well, it, you're wearing it, but you're sweating through it. What else are you wearing? <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the step up? Well, I guess you, I don't know. Stop you're off. In, you're in a vest. Yeah, no, the, 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 the step above that is you're still wearing it, but you're kind of surviving. You're yeah. hunting shade, maybe. Sweat patches. Yeah. Um, it, maybe it's just because we're, we've had a cold winter a cold spring that 20 degrees feels very warm but it's probably not yeah i um i was out in the garden yesterday i built a worktop mm. for for the garden which i'm just over the moon with a what, real what? Uh, like for eating on or no just like next to the barbecue area yeah um just went down to b&q because i got a quote for like a granite or like a concrete worktop, it's over a grand. So it's like, that's absolutely not going to happen. No need. Time to P&Q, just really pulled something together. Um, it's going to last, I reckon, maybe two or three weeks before it bows and splinters and falls off. But Yeah, good though. Yeah, really good. I'm happy with it. I think you need a, a next to barbecue table, don't you, for, for prep, for plates, for shit, basically. I haven't got a barbecue, but... Yeah, the, you not? the tables. Are, no, we, I gave it away on Facebook Marketplace. You Samaritan, you. It was dirty. I couldn't be fucked to clean it. <laughs> just put it on there for free. Not for free, for a fiver. Because if you put anything on there for free, the weirdos come out to yeah, play. Yeah, everyone turns up. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I got rid of it because I really didn't want to clean it. Fair play. So you'll be having a bit of alfresco dining then? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I want to get one of those green eggs, actually. Um, they look oh, quite yeah. cool. They are. I think they are good. I think they're quite, yeah, like, quite punchy, aren't they? Yeah, and just in, all involved, if you know what I mean. Like it's hard work. Oh, is it? You got yeah. You got. It's basically coal management at some point <laughs> where you got to get the temperatures right. But yeah, it looks fucking great. They're massive okay. as well. I can't be asked that. I'm just gonna get. I'll just cook inside and take it out. There I, you go. That's yeah. basically what a barbecue is. I was. I mean, I love a barbecue. Don't get me wrong. I, I've got like a the Weber kettle barbecue, your bulk standard. And I'm like, I might just get a gas one. Yeah, I, that, I mean, barbecues really, if you think about them, are quite silly. <laughs> unless, unless you are like slow cooking. Yeah. 
some like piece of meat for 12 hours but you know essentially a gas one is just a it's just an indoor thing outdoors yeah. isn't it this is outdoor hob essentially isn't it do you know what i think is the best plate i can't believe we're still talking about this yeah. um just like a hot plate actually is probably the best play that you yeah, just yeah. pop the table outside and cook a little teriyaki table. or yeah yeah that's teriyaki or a teppanyaki that one a little yeah, teriyaki that's... plate nearly right nearly anyway fuck, let's stop this chat now oh my god good um, stuff good weekend though very good weekend lots of sun you were in italy for a wedding how was it I, I was it was amazing actually it was very good i went to the um the seaside town of rapallo rapallo um not a lot of english spoken there by the locals so there's a lot of that going Nothing. on my italian coming out of the woodwork nice um i got through it's quite easy isn't it to order pizza and pasta <laughs> uh i was only a quick in and out job as per and um was just obviously because i've got a baby now so i've got a responsibility to come back uh but it was amazing it was mega it was um my mate josh he got married uh to her name is lumbe and it was just this epic like half traditional like british wedding and half like traditional zambian wedding and boy did they collide in the town of rapallo it was <laughs> honestly it was like a world it was like a world cup game <laughs> yeah it was like the final of the world cup um and it was just quality it was just quality i think as well when or you know you're, you're having uh your wedding later this year abroad it's just got a different energy to it because people are there they're committed to the cause yeah you know they've made the journey and you, you get you know it comes with it a, a certain level of excitement excitement great and you know i think the thing that's on my mind at the moment is how do i dampen that excitement <laughs> how can i kill the vibe <laughs> yeah how can i make it really not that exciting until a certain point because the worry is, you know, when, uh, as you'll know, being part of the day, we're getting married at 5 p.m. And you put 120 Brits into the heart of Rioja. Mm. The sun is out. The beer and wine is cheap. People are going to be like, right, well, let's all meet for lunch. A bottle of rosé goes. Two bottle of rosés goes. Ten bottle of rosé, gone. Yeah. And people are turning up absolutely squiffed. Absolutely slippered. It's, um, uh, it's, yeah. it's a consideration. Well, what what uh, Josh did because I think he had the same consideration is he kind of he managed the day. So for his for the the his groomsmen or like that party that group, there was like quite a slow tour, like meandering through, checking, going in the sea, checking bits out, um, and then he he kind of given to one of the other lads that they should just spend time like doing an activity or something. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing that surprised me is people go out the night before. So, or they went out the night before, which was actually quite a good thing because it yeah, made yeah. the made it a, a slow tough. start the next day. And then people are going to start getting ready two, three o'clock-ish. Um, at least the girls, that is. So you hope that they drag their partners with them. Mm. <laughs> it, but no. it, yeah, it, that is... No self-respecting man is going along to get ready with... <laughs> Because it's like, I'm ready. It's like, well, I'm going to be another two hours. It's like, well, I'm going to go to the pub then and meet everyone. Yeah, I've got my links Africa on. I've got the VO5 <laughs> in the hair. I'm tearing up. I've got half a pot of brill cream in the lid and I'm ready to go. <laughs> the, um, I think the one thing, though, is you know, no one wants to be the story 
yeah. at a wedding, do they? It's the one time it's like you do not want to be the one going down to breakfast the next day and have that, oh, how are you feeling? Yeah. I but first I fucking hate people who say that. Um, so, so how are you was... feeling? It's like worse than you, you boring bastard. That, that was actually me. I got those questions the day of the wedding because I arrived um, and I, I just sent it a little bit too hard <laughs> on the uh, so the I've wedding was yeah. the wedding was on the Thursday. I arrived on the Wednesday at five pm. Um, you know, I, I travelled solo. They are they are my mates, but they're they're not like my school friends. So I had a little bit of ice to break. Um, I got handed a sambuca on arrival, and oh fucking hell! And yeah, the the next thing I know, it was um, oh, there was a, like three of us, the last ones left, and I had a couple of messages in the morning via Instagram. How's your head today? So it's like, no, oh, but I hate people who do that. It's just so like, just don't try and give me anxiety the day of my friend's wedding. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't think I was that bad, but I you think I. Th- I think people were being sensible because the wedding was the next day and I, I struggle with that. It's way better to do it the night before. I've done it the night before, gone way, way too big and been like, oh God, and then the day of the wedding been a bit sheepish, but it's better to do it the day before than the day of, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, it just put um, a physiological lid on my ability on yeah. the wedding day, which is a good thing. Yeah, and uh, I was I had lunch with some friends yesterday and we were speaking about just this thing and they were saying that they'd been to a wedding where the... Uh, Right, the maid of honor got absolutely battered, stumbled into the bridal suite where they were staying that night, and had just fucking bombed everywhere in the bed, in the sink, in the bath, like all over the floor, and had just like passed out. And then they'd gone back to the room. Oh, (laughs) yeah, the night of the wedding, and it's covered in sick, like red wine sick. It's just like oh baby okay yeah there's levels no i was responsible yeah. really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was uh yeah that's um i think there were a couple of people like that on the wedding night you know there was plant pots being filled up put it that way <laughs> <laughs> with sick that is but yeah it's all part of the fun isn't it that's what you get for um you know the temperatures rising you're abroad everyone's on holiday and you're cutting loose and the vibe's all about love so it's a it's a good vibe so there you, there go. you go yeah there you go what a rush um more importantly well not more importantly but um sorry josh i know you listen to this <laughs> we're going to cape town <laughs> <Yay>! more importantly <laughs> we're um that's the main event this week jesus at t minus 24 hours to cape madness. town yeah that has oh. come around quickly just a couple of lads going for a weekend away spa just relaxation that's the goodness me top of the menu right goodness me so yeah we're, we're down there i mean i'd love to share I'm, I'm half torn about sharing what we've got planned um keep keep it keep it keep, keep it the under, lid on it wraps. Yeah. keep the lid on it but yeah it's, it's gonna I be don't, um, i don't know what we're doing no you don't at all know what we're doing but it's gonna be good and uh yeah so that's the that's the main event of the week a wednesday night flight just a short hop down to Cape Town of 11 hours. What I can't figure out, and I'm usually pretty good at this stuff, and I, you know, I've been on enough stag do to learn the lessons and the, the rules of the trade. I can't figure out this flight because we fly mm. at 10 p.m. tomorrow night, and it's an 11-hour flight, but it's a you know, red eye, and we arrive nice and early in the morning. There's very little time difference, one or two hours, so no jet lag. 
And, you know, stag do, the stag usually starts at the airport, doesn't it? Mm. You get into the beers. Usually it's an early flight and people are drinking pints at 5 a.m. Um, but there is a risk that you then turn up into Cape Town hungover. Yeah. From pints at the airport and on the flight. And then you get a bit of sleep and then you're just like, oh, God. So it's, it's a tough one to balance. Yeah. And I think they'll they'll force sleep on the plane, won't they? I feel I feel they will. They'll turn the lights off, won't they? Yeah, I mean that would be a totally sensible, respectable thing for them to do, given that it's the same time zone and it's a completely night flight. Yeah, I, I also think the people around us would be absolutely livid. If oh they... yeah, for sure. I don't think. Yeah, and I th- oh yeah, I think. I think that's the play. We have a, a few responsible ones uh, in the lounge. Maybe, you know, just a couple of couple with dinner on the plane. And then it's probably that's best for all involved because I've kind of planned Thursday almost accordingly. So it's uh, it, it's an ease in in terms of you don't I, don't I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what the plan was. Um <laughs> So, you know, there's the potential for real fireworks on Thursday. So we're not landing and going to Zorb football straight away? No, no, exactly. We're, we're a couple start, of hours We're starting that. with a bit of archery first. <laughs> Wouldn't do anything too too active. Um, oh, fucking hell, I've done Zorb football on a stag do. It was a wor- I've never been so angry in my life. I mean, stag activities are mental, aren't they? You don't need them. You don't need them. They're People absolutely feel like, mental. I need to organize stuff. We need to go and we're going to go rock climbing. It's just like, you don't need to go rock climbing. You don't need to fucking go do archery or axe throwing. Don't worry about it. That, that's like, the best thing as well about being somewhere like Cape Town. Not that I've ever been there. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I wish we were doing <laughs> archery right now. God, I love that place. There's nothing <laughs> going on here. Let's do archery. Um, but like in itself keep on doing like no you don't need you know you ain't got to fucking plan everything there's loads to do um so you know you just take care of the take care of the pennies and the pounds take care of themselves i heard that phrase yesterday and i felt like i needed to get in it wasn't relevant at all wait is that in the right context not at all all. just about saving money isn't it yeah it's not a financial thing at all but yeah what i'm saying is you put a few just you plant a few little seeds here and there yeah. And they will grow into the sprouts of Brussels. And from that, we shall prosper into fun. Shut yes. up. Chuck that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Honestly, can you tell I got about 66 minutes of sleep last night? <laughs> oh, I've got a baby. I'm always tired. Pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> That's a good point. So I went out in Italy. I went to Italy, guys, last week at a wedding. Um, full steam for two nights. And I got way more sleep and I felt so yeah. much better than just two normal nights with a baby. There you go. Well, this this flight for you is going to be like a spa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apart I'm from actually, I'm going to be like the baby, I'm not going to let you sleep. I'm actually thinking about pulling my savings out and turning left, to be honest. I mean, just, I've just already... Go, guys, just be, have a good one, but I'm actually seated up here. I've already got a number in my head for the return flight. And it, <laughs> I can safely say that I'll double it. Yeah. I know I'll double it. So oh, at 60 the quid. <laughs> yeah. So I'm fine. A hundred pound. <laughs> if if they give me a, a not overly offensive number to turn left on the way back, it's gonna be done. Oh, Has be to be done. Changer. That'll be a game. The only the only problem with that is that there's basically another night on the piss. Because you're not just going in there and sleeping. Very true. That would be the sensible thing. It's like you've got a bed now. It's like. Well, bring 
me some more wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have I? I've got a bed, have I? <laughs> oh, I'm in my pajamas. I've also got unlimited champers. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this time, this time next week. Yeah, this time next week, this pod is uh, will be reporting back on. We're probably how, not going to do it, are we? How things went. Um, we'll try. I mean, it can't be any worse than that pod about a month ago where we, <laughs> the oh, world's yeah. worst pod. So I think that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. We'll, um, the stories. Yeah. We'll look back on everything that we've done. Uh, we'll share the results from the archery and, um, it'll be good fun. It'll be very, very, very good fun. Here we go. I think that's the adventure mindset segment, isn't it? It's Cape town. It's just, yeah. I think we're gonna write. We're gonna have to write a good couple of articles off the back of that because as you learn a lot about yourself, don't you? Yeah. And this they isn't are. just your ordinary two night stag do. This is not. It's not your ordinary bender. We're navigating things like long haul flights, crime, crime. <laughs> just those two things, really. <laughs> <laughs> just long haul flights and crime. Benders. What's great is the currently, obviously not for South Africa, the economy's fucked, but it's 25 rand to the pound. Is it? Which means nothing, actually, until you're there, but it's about two pound a pint in the nicest bars. Bugger. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Like, but that means you can spend half as much, as or can spend the same, <laughs> but it's double. It's double the quantity. That's funny. It mm. must just be like the people that I'm speaking to just see me coming. It's like quick, 10x the price. <laughs> oh no, that's great news. Yeah, it is cheap as chips out there at the moment. Goodness me. Fantastic. So yeah, we'll we'll be getting through it. We'll be flying. Fingers crossed that we get a bit of nice weather. Yeah. And um think of us. Pray for us from Pray. Th- Thursday to Monday. Here we go. Um, right. A few things to catch up on here, and I think probably the best way to lead into this next segment is to reveal the results of our 100 press-ups a day challenge for the last 30 days. So I've just said what we've done. We've just done that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, to, then to explain it much more than that. It's quite simple, uh, this one. What it is, for 30 days, what we do it, uh, so we've done it. We did our final test set uh, this morning, which I'm still hurting from. Same. And then we'll go on to actually an extension of this and how we're actually bring people into it because a few people would message us being like, oh, I'm going to do it as well. But we're going to kind of formalize that and we'll go through that after. But why don't you recap on your initial set and the set you did today and I'll do the same because there's actually some very interesting results. Yes. Yes, there is. Um, I'm just looking to see exactly. Yeah, I thought it was. Right. So... I, firstly, I can't believe this has been a month. It seems like it's gone quickly. Yeah. But like we're saying, 100 press-ups a day is a, it's a very small commitment, so it's a, it's very easy to do. So I, I started, with well, we both started with a test, and I had 61. So unbroken, 61 press-ups. Um, was absolutely battered after it, as you can imagine. And then... Haven't actually. I thought I was going to do the end up doing way more than a hundred press ups a day because you know, like we were saying in the first couple of weeks, it feels quite easy. There's a bit, you know, it's not that high commitment. But I've actually kind of just done a hundred every day. Mm. Maybe twice I've done more, and that was early on because I was 
super into it. Now I'm like, just do the hundred, get on with my day. Um, what about you? Um, what was my first one? 50... 56. 56. 56. And same really, I've been mixed up. Some days did a 50, then did five sets of 10. Other days, you know, a lot of days forgot about it and had to do a big sets in the evening. <laughs> with um, but yeah, so 56 was my initial. And then this morning I had in my head, which is a dangerous thing to do. I had to kind of erase it. Um, I was like, right, I reckon maybe 65. Right. Uh, and then I was like, no, because I did that first of all. I was like, I reckon I can do about 40. And then I hit 40 and I stopped. And then I right. did it again and did 52. But uh, so I ended up on doing 72 this morning, which is a an increase of around 30% in a month, which is quite a big increase. I thought it was going to be around 20%. Yeah, I think that's a lot. It is, isn't it? That's a lot, considering that it's, you know, it's quite a low level of commitment. And you, for what you did to begin with is a really high number of press-ups. To then That's a bump massive up. increase. Mm. I mean, the the last 10, uh, I basically was just smacking my forehead against the floor, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's count. the tactic here? It's just like, I just did like, like, like as quick and as many as possible. Got to like 55, 60. Then it was like, oh shit, it's like my yeah. shoulder's coming off the bone then it was like the last five i had to do wide i'd move my hands out wide to try and like try and hit a different muscle group didn't help <laughs> at all actually made it worse it's like god these these wide ones are hard um yeah so 30 30 increase in a month what about what did you do so i went from 61 to 86 i did this morning nice so i think that's similar 25 so more press ups. 86 minus 61. So 25 more. Yeah. So, yeah, 25 more. So, what's that? I don't know how to do the maths. So, you did 61 to 10%. So, that'd be 20%. 25% Something increase? Like that. Sounds about about that? Right. Yeah. So, pretty similar. Um, a, a bigger set to start with. So, kind of, it's a very similar kind of increase. But it's um, I mean, I guess it's like, what's the what's the point of it? What's the point? Of, <laughs> it's a great you know point. I mean? What's the point in just doing press ups every day and just? But it was more that was the main thing. Like I couldn't really give a single shit about what the number was either at the beginning mm -hmm. or now. But what's more is that we've done three thousand press ups in between those two things. Yeah, which is pretty good, and also the other exercise that that leads to you know quite a few times i've been like i'll do the press-ups at, at the gym or whatever uh and then you're doing other exercise you know whatever it is it, it leads to other things um which i just think is, is pretty good and it's it's so simple and easy to do it's kind of like why not why not do it never never underestimate the power of smugness <laughs> so I'm sure I've read that quote before. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, Martin Luther like, King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream of doing 100 press ups a day. Um, smugness is a powerful tool. If you, mm. if you do, you know, you do 100 press ups in the morning, you're like, yeah, you know, I've crushed the day. Even if you do nothing else. Yeah. If you sit on your ass and drink beers and watch Netflix, it's like I've done, I've done more than most. You're still sat and, is... sitting there swollen, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. No, <laughs> your chest. <laughs> 
I said Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, off the back of this, as I mentioned, a a number of people on social have been like, I'm going to do this as well, I'm going to do this as well. And we've kind of said, hold your horses, because actually what we're going to do is almost try and formalize this so it's not just us doing it and not really reporting on it until the start and the end. Um, But what we've done is we've set up a WhatsApp group where people can join, you can join, and as a collective, do this challenge. And it's not going to be a WhatsApp group where you have to, you're not actually allowed to post anything. We don't want it to be that type of thing. We'll kind of just put updates in there of how we're doing and what we're doing and the sets and whatever. And it's just a place where it's almost like a bit of accountability in your pocket, for example. Mm. And then after the press at one, we'll see how everyone did. And then we might do another one. And it could be a kilometer a day run. It could be morning pages, cold showers, whatever it is. Something that is just easy to do, but quite easy not to do at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's try like, and build that consistency. That's the thing, isn't it? Because it's so easy to do or not to do, the, the actual act of doing it is that like positive step. It's like, and I know we, we hammer the bloke 99% of the time, but the, the 1% thing that does make sense, I mean, sure, you, you can't get a 300-page book out of it, but making your bed every morning. This is, like, this is like a, a, just a l- bit more of a legit thing than that in terms of the whole point of that is you start your day with like a positive action. Mm. This is kind of that same thing, isn't it? But it's like achieving one thing that no matter what else you're doing in your day, you can still do a hundred press ups over five minutes or, you know, however long it takes you. And you've, like you said, you've still done that. Um, that, and you know, it isn't just a daily thing that you should be doing anyway, like making your bed or, you know, oh, I brush my teeth every day. Like, let's write a book about it. So <laughs> like, no, that's just personal hygiene. <laughs> you know, um, so, so if you see the hundred press up book coming, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. It. It's that positive, it's that positive flywheel, isn't it? By doing yeah. you know, one one positive thing, the kind of the ripple effect for the rest of your life is obvious in what you what you eat and how you sleep and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um super simple. Do it or don't do it. Don't really care. Up to you. Yeah. We're not gonna track it. We're not gonna ask you to do anything. It's just kind of a personal project. Um and it'd be really cool to see how people respond to it. So after this we'll be putting a, a link on our social media to join that WhatsApp group. And then maybe we'll be kick it off next week. Yeah, I think so. Dusty Springfield on Monday though. Ooh. Oh yeah. Fuck we it, don't, we do don't have to do it. We just be on the WhatsApp. <laughs> we'll, lie, we'll, lie. we'll just continue lying that we've done. No, it. but the, um, I, you know, that'll be the ultimate test because it's uh it's still doable. You know, it's still, even when you're hanging out your pants, there's something that you can what is going on with these ridiculous puns and like things that i'm saying everything but like when you're hanging you can still do the 100 press ups or the one kilometer or just do with, when you're hanging out your pants um <laughs> right so monday, so monday the fifth, I've gone. monday the fifth uh we won't be hanging out our pants but we will <laughs> be doing 100 press ups so, yes we will um so you've got you've got the best part of a week to join that WhatsApp group. Start planning. How are you going to do it? How are you yeah. going to do 100 press-ups in a day? You know, if you're shit at press-ups, 
maybe a sets of 10. Yeah. Um, exactly. If you can only do 15 a day, do that. The number is very much irrelevant, but just yeah. have a, have a target and uh, 30 days back to back. And uh, it'd be interesting to see how people do. Yeah. Do, do them on your knees. If you need to, you know, the scalable push off the wall. If you've really truly got no upper body strength <laughs> <laughs> or just sit there and do them in your head. <laughs> Still, that must be yeah. some sort of form of meditation. So, if you really can't be asked, just imagine <laughs> you're doing them. <laughs> yeah, if you really can't be asked, then just don't join the WhatsApp. Yeah, group. just don't do it and say you've done it. Um, yeah. <laughs> equally is good. Equally is good. Uh, yeah. Okay, looking forward to that. The reminiscent segment. I'm reading up what you've put in there. An interesting one. I saw this photo as well. Was it Bear Grylls? No, it wasn't Bear Grylls. He's no. not seventy. What Go on. Um. Uh, it's, it's, so what it is basically is is actually yesterday is the 70 year anniversary, the 70th year anniversary from the first summit of Everest, which was Tenzing Norgay and Sir Edmund Hillary. Um, and there's been loads of I mean, it's been in the news quite a lot recently, Everest, with unfortunately a few deaths um it's this time of year that it gets climbed loads so i guess every year it comes in comes in the news cycle and it seems to be getting worse every year um but imagine climbing everest 70 years ago with the old school technology no one else around just two of them like getting to the summit by themselves and then versus today the polar opposite of thousands of people paying hundreds of thousands of pounds each to stand in a fucking massive queue to get to the top of Everest. Um, it's literally the complete opposite of like what, for me at least, what adventure, what like those climbing expeditions were all about. And it's it's like quite, it's pretty sad to see. And then what was going around like viral yesterday uh, on Twitter was the state of not even base camp, but camp four on Everest, which is really high. It's completely fucked. It's really? like covered in litter, oxygen tanks. It's gross. It's absolutely gross. And then it kind of came to a bit of a head like last week, this Australian guy um, died on the way down. And the reason was basically because through no fault of his own, it took him like 10 times longer than it would have taken him normally because he was stood in a queue for so long that the conditions change and you spend way more time in like this death zone. So it's just mental, isn't it? I think it makes it more dangerous. Yeah, I agree. It's totally. So commercial. It's been like Disney-fied, hasn't it? Yeah, it's like, totally. It's like Disneyland for adventure. And, you know, first and foremost, it's still fucking hard. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. It's definitely. Really, really high. You know, it pushes even, you know, seasoned adventure athletes, you know, to the limit. But I think it makes it harder in a number of, number of ways. Firstly, the queue is just madness. I just, like, couldn't think of anything less inspiring than getting to the top of the world and having to queue for a photo. It's just insane to me. Yeah. The second thing is because it's been so commercialized, I feel like people maybe take it slightly lighter than they should. Yeah. You know, they, you know, if you've got the money, you're going up. Yeah. It, it and, is accessible to people yeah. with that amount of cash, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, they do a bit of training and whatever, but they, they wouldn't have done many 8,000 meter peaks. They won't really have spent any time in that environment. And it's all on the Sherpas, isn't it? To, to drag them up. Yeah, exactly. In any way, shape Fix or form. Fix the lines, carry the bags. Yeah, exactly. 
So it makes it, I think it makes it yeah, more, way more dangerous because people are, you write a check and it's like, fuck, I'm going to the top of Everest here. Yeah. And, um, and even the act of writing that check, you know, how many times do people die when, you know, you hear the stories of the Sherpa being like, we need to turn around your, you've got altitude sickness. No, no, no. It's just a headache, just a headache. Or, you know, there's a storm coming in. We'll get to the top before that. Fucking 10 people dead. Yeah. Um, they need to regulate it more than they have done, don't they? Because I'm just reading here now. So it's the biggest season for deaths this year. Oh, really? This is the end of May. This is written. 500 people hit the summit in the space of a week. Yeah. 500 people. It's a lot, isn't it? That is an absolute ton. That's, that's mental. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's a bit of a, a bidding war. You know, they sell permits. Uh, majority of which go actually go to China, goes to Chinese residents. Um, but it's it's just super super expensive, and I just don't think that's a good thing. It's not too dissimilar, I don't think, to why Mont Blanc is the most dangerous mountain in the world mm. because it has this like accessibility angle to it. Mainly, it's the most dangerous mountain in the world because the most people try and climb it who aren't ready to climb it. You know, it's you can go there from the base of, from Chamonix, you can start walking up Mont Blanc. And you just take it for granted. This is like, I mean, it's on another level, but it's still accessible. If you've got loads of cash, you can still take it lightly. If you think that someone's literally carrying the load for you, um, the majority of the way. And like you said, it's still incredibly legit. And there's still some of like the best athletes in the world, like are on Everest all the time. Um, like Kenton Cools, like Nims. Um, and I know that they hate it as well. They're just like battling through thousands of people it's absolutely insane so yeah it doesn't doesn't appeal to me in any way um at least not no. not in that condition um but i don't yeah i don't know what they do about it it's a good little money maker isn't it yeah i mean yeah nims and canton cool hate it but they're getting 100 bags each per <laughs> 100 grains of sand yeah you can you can only hate it so much when you're checking Checking your starling on the Monday. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes, got, you, got, you got half a million quid in there for a week's work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, fair play. Fair play, but yeah. I mean, we've been having a few conversations, haven't we? We'll just, we'll just leave, we'll just plant the seed. Leave this seed out there of uh, a little air, land and water trio. There is a fucking interesting idea being floated around, isn't there? <laughs> Floating being the oh oh it's floating little... around it's flying around yeah. it's John Mayer get it no fuck gravity oh fuck free falling I am oh god could he... be either <laughs> well, now we know the backing music to the yeah to the documentary that never comes out yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah so there's we'll, a couple of we'll, ideas in the pipes. We'll be working on... I mean, yeah, we'll, we, I think we're keen. We're keen. We're, we're, we're going ahead with really mapping that out. So I know we've been talking as well about our own adventures. We'll be talking about them soon for a long, long time. So uh, Yeah, I think this one, that we, yeah, we need to have a couple of conversations with people. Yeah, exactly. But it seems very doable and it yeah. will be... Some seriously good quality content. It's gonna That's be, a guarantee. It's going to be cool, isn't it? Fucking cool. I mean, scary <laughs> as fuck, but very cool. 
that is the barometer, isn't it? When people say, how do you decide? And you know, how many people after talks have been like, when are you going to do Everest? Yeah. Like, is it cool? It's like, kind of, but also kind of not for all the yeah. reasons you mentioned. That's the barometer of how we decide what to do. It's like in a pub when you're just describing it, are people like, wow, that yeah. is, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this definitely ticks the box. Oh, I think so. TV. I think so. Maybe what's cool for us is everyone else just like, why don't you just do Everest? That's really cool. It's like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, Everest is cool. We're wrong. <laughs> Would you believe it? Um, yeah. It's exciting. But firstly, we've got to conquer the adventure that is Cape Town. Yeah, that's it. I might die in Cape Town. So uh, <laughs> then you have to do it on your own, which will be really scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All um, right. Well, all right, everyone. Guys. Wish Thanks us luck. Listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And we'll report back this time next week with uh, hopefully having survived. A little bit dusty, a bit worse for wear, but with some good stories. We'll, uh, we'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Have an amazing week. Bye. Bye.